Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. And now, the adventure continues with Divided, the days of Peleg. Chapter 22. Prepare to send the code. Outside time, location, Department of Progressions, Heaven's Realm. Enoch was just digging into a plate of fresh manna when the Beloved walked in. You busy? The Beloved asked. Enoch sighed and put the plate away, knowing he would regret choosing food over whatever the Beloved had in mind. Not anymore, Enoch said cheerfully. What's up? I have exciting news. The Beloved plopped into the chair next to Enoch. The Council is ready to send the code to Adama. Enoch's face was blank. Remember I told you a little about it before? The Beloved asked. Okay, Enoch said slowly. I kind of remember, but not really. The Beloved sighed. The code will guide people to do what the seed will do when he comes. Then when the seed comes, their example will spark his destiny and remind him of what he is to do. They will serve as clues or confirmations, so to speak. What? Enoch asked. I'm going to leave myself clues in the code so I can remember who I am and know what to do when I come to Adama. Oh, Enoch said. Why will you need confirmation? Enoch asked. You should already know what to do because this is your plan. Not so, the beloved said. My father and the council has agreed that in order for the reconciliation to be justified, the seed must experience life on Adama the same way any other son of Adam would. That means no special knowledge, no superpowers, no multi-dimensional travel. You mean to tell me you won't know who you are when you become a man? Not at all, the beloved said. I will use the code to find out the same way all men have to use the code to find their purpose in life. Isn't that kind of risky? Enoch asked. You know you can't make even one tiny little mistake. You'll have to be perfect to qualify as the sacrifice. That's a lot to ask. What if you fail? I won't fail, the beloved insisted. My father is confident I will succeed. He has great faith in me. But how can you be so sure? Enoch asked. I have faith too, the beloved said. How will you convince the sons of Adam that you are the seed they've been waiting on to defeat the serpent? Enoch asked. I will do mighty wonders, the beloved said. Wait a minute. You said you would not use any of your powers. Enoch reminded him. I won't. The beloved grinned, I will use my father's power. When I pray, fast, and obey the code, my father will make his power available to me, just like he makes it available to any man who seeks him. This is too much, Enoch said. I still don't understand how you will accomplish this in the flesh. The one mind entered the room, filling it with fiery light. Soon you will understand, Enoch, the one mind said. Let us begin. The beloved kicked back in the chair while the one mind took over. First, the one mind explained, we will narrow our scope to the offspring of young Peleg. You remember him, don't you? Of course, Enoch straightened in his seat. He's the one who prayed the Tower of Babel down in the plains of Shinar. Exactly, the one mind said. He has already been instructed in the history of Adam and the prophecy of the seed. Now he just needs to instruct his children, which I am confident he will do based on his past performance. So then we are here today to teach you how to identify potential markers from Peleg's tribe. The one mind paused and stared at him for a while. The beloved looked amused. Yes, Enoch had the feeling he was missing something. 
You might want to get something to take notes, the one mind said. Flames burst from him and threw him until everything in the room was on fire. He gave Enoch a sharp look. This is an important part of your training and I expect you to take this seriously. Enoch glanced over at the beloved. He was flipping through a book Enoch had left on his desk. The beloved shrugged and kept flipping pages. Enoch ran to his desk drawer and grabbed a tablet and quill. Jot this down, the one mind said. There are three characteristics every marker will display. You are to search diligently for these three characteristics among Peleg's offspring. They are as follows. Obedience, humility, and sacrifice. Yes, Lord, Enoch said, writing dutifully. It is noted. When you find a male from the tribe of Peleg demonstrating these three characteristics, alert me at once and I will schedule testing. Certainly, my lord, Enoch said. He really wanted to ask more about testing, but this didn't seem to be the right moment to bother the one mind. The one mind stared at him. You're wondering about the test, no? Enoch dropped his head and tried to ignore the red flush of color flowing into the room from his cheeks. The one mind laughed. Very well, Enoch, the one mind said. I normally do not share all the reasoning behind our tests to one so young, but... He paused and looked over at the beloved. They are just so cute at this point, aren't they? Indeed they are, the beloved said. I think it's fine to explain it. We are looking for a set of three to confirm a covenant with us. The one mind paused. Are you jotting this down? Certainly, my lord. Enoch picked up his quill again, writing furiously. Now, the three men must all display the three qualities I mentioned before. Obedience, humility, and sacrifice. Over a span of three generations. Okay. Enoch kept writing. That shouldn't be too hard to find. Also, those three men must each have a spouse that needs a miracle to conceive a child. Okay, got it, Enoch said. And those three men must all be men of prayer, the one mind said. Mm-hmm. Enoch mumbled, scribbling quickly to catch up. The one mind added, And those three men must have faith that perseveres over a long period of time, or a faith that doesn't fail even in the midst of immense hardship. Did you get all that? The one mind asked. Uh, sure, Enoch said. Um, this is quite a list. Yes, thank you, the one mind said. It is a perfect list. Enoch looked at the beloved. The beloved just smiled. Now, the one mind continued, when you have found the first male from the tribe of Pelek who qualifies, let me know at once and I will schedule the test. Pardon me, one mind, Enoch said. I don't mean to push my bounds, but you did mention that you would tell me what the test would be just this once. Of course, the one mind said. The first man must be willing to sacrifice his only son. That is the test. When Enoch thought of all Adama and who might do such a thing, he dared to speak again. Do you think that is expecting too much from mere men? Well, shouldn't a perfect son be the sacrifice required to buy back a perfect son? The one mind asked. Uh, when you put it that way, Enoch said, I guess the test sounds reasonable. Of course it is, the voice continued. If you can find one man willing to do that, then the hidden father will sacrifice his perfect son. Now jot this down too. That man's son must be a willing sacrifice. Okay, I get it, Enoch said. He must display humility, obedience, and sacrifice too. Exactly, the voice said. And one more thing. The son willing to be the sacrifice must have a son that values the sacrifice and is willing to fight for it. Right, Enoch said. Is there anything else? Well, of course, said the one mind. There's lots more after that. I need an innocent young man willing to go to prison to save his family. 
a woman willing to give up her child to save him, a man willing to forsake wealth and power and even go to Sheol to deliver his people, a woman who will leave mother, father, and country to show loyalty to her husband's family, a young man willing to fight a giant with nothing but faith, a young man willing to give up all his wealth in pursuit of wisdom, and just when Enoch thought the spirit was done, he added, and that's not all, you will also be sent on missions to many of these people, always with an escort, of course. One cannot be too careful traveling to and fro with that wicked one and his fallen stars still roaming Adama and the second heaven. The one mind went on and on like this for quite some time. Eventually, Enoch fainted and the two flames came and took him away for more adjustments. So the beloved told the one mind that he thought it might be best to just leave Enoch a note. Agreed, the spirit said. I did notice that he seems to like taking notes. The beloved wrote, Dear Enoch, I realize the task before you is overwhelming. It is supposed to be. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, just come to me. That is why I am here. Do not worry. We will help you. Until then, have a good adjustment, the beloved. P.S. If you believe, you will do great and mighty things. Outside Time Enoch's abode, heaven's realm. Enoch was resting comfortably in his bed, his very fluffy and soft bed, in his abode in God's rest. Enoch patted the pillow behind him, fell back into it, and sighed. He stared out the transparent wall. The view was breathtaking. From his chamber, he could see far into the beyond, which meant the high reaches of the ancient mountains. The glimmer from their jewel-encrusted fields could be seen all the way in the city where Enoch's apartment was. The accommodations, the land, the flowers, the trees, the climate, the beings were all superior here, and especially the beloved, the spirit, and the father. Knowing them brought more joy than he had ever imagined. Enoch sighed again. There was only one small thing missing. Enoch heard a knock on the door. Come in, he said absently. It must be one of the ministers coming to check on me after that last adjustment. To his surprise, the beloved walked through the door. See, Enoch, he said, grinning. I knocked and used the door. I am truly amazed, Enoch said, glad to share this inside joke with the one called Wonderful. You could have just walked through the wall. I don't mind. The beloved said, Ah, you are longing. Yes, Enoch said, I really do appreciate, well, more than appreciate, I absolutely love everything about Heaven's Realm and my job here. I have never felt more fulfilled. Good, the beloved said, but you are missing something, no? Well, yes, Enoch said, it's my son, Methuselah. I wonder about him quite frequently. I know we scheduled the cleansing of Adama and eventually everything will work out, but I want to know specifically about his life. I wasn't able to speak with him when I left him my garment, I know he was disappointed. I just want to see how he's doing. But then I also felt guilty about the longing because you are all so good to me. Do not feel guilty about the longing, Enoch, beloved said. We could have removed all memories of Adama and the ties to your loved ones, but we wanted you to experience what we feel. We felt having those emotions would help you make the best decisions with regards to progression 1704. How so? Enoch asked. The longing you feel is just a very tiny amount of the longing we feel for our children, the beloved explained. Just as you miss your son, we miss 
all our sons and daughters trapped on Adama. We long to bring each and every one of you home here. Enoch looked at the beloved with new understanding. We are your children and you really love us. Yes, the beloved said, smiling gently, and I'm glad to at least have you home. The beloved walked over to the transparent wall and called for I-1704. Come, the beloved said. Enoch hopped out of bed and stood next to the beloved by the window. Together they looked out into the beyond. I'll show you what I do whenever I long for one of my children, he said. The beloved pulled up I-1704 and swiped until he came to the first dimension Adama, the city of Seth, then the city of Nod, and finally he positioned his hand over the place called El Tava and zoomed in. You may watch Methuselah's progress whenever you want, the beloved said. Now you can't enter into Adama without specific permission and instructions, but you can watch as much as you like. Enoch smiled. Thank you, he said. May I? Enoch pointed to the wall. Sure, the beloved said. Sit. At his word, two comfortable chairs with wheels appeared before them. Shall we watch together? Indeed, Enoch said, getting excited. You know what would be good right now? Before he could finish speaking, two bowls appeared on the table full of yellow fluffy things that looked like thick flower petals. What's that? Enoch asked. Trust me, the beloved said putting a handful into his mouth. You'll like it. They make it in future Adama. It's called popcorn. Enoch shoved some into his mouth and nodded. Mmm, it's good. This concludes this chapter of Divided, The Days of Peleg. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Divided ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters on this podcast channel. Remember, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.